instead of everyone's always looking for ways to better their environment or better their health and they're always adding to it like everyone's adding things into their daily routine take some things out strip back hey guys welcome back to adventure radio this show is with tommy Sira. One of our favorites, Syrah, is now in the lead, equal lead with Zach and Dan for um, most appearances on Adventure Fit Radio. Unfortunately, the first appearance that uh, Tommy came on, we had to take the show down for uh, unexplainable reasons. Um, it's very secretive, but uh, true story. Episode five, or four maybe, we had to take it down. Um, so episode two was a great one with Tommy Syrah, and this is uh, episode three, so always good to catch up. Um, had a fascinating chat about all things life and uh, yeah, those of you who have listened to any other of Tommy's episodes, I'm sure will be hanging for this one because he's one of our favorite guests. Uh, this show, guys, is brought to you by Audible. Check out audibletrial.com forward slash advfradio. Get one free audio book and a 30-day trial there. Uh, I recommend going and, uh, going and downloading either Artemis or The Martian by Andy Weir. Andy was a guest uh, recently, and we want to support him, and his books are awesome. So go check out one of those uh, one of those books, both sci-fi, both amazing. And uh, also, guys, this show is brought to you by Adventure Fit Travel. So make sure, guys, with Adventure Fit Travel, we've just launched our YouTube channel. Everything that we do travel-wise, everything that we do radio-wise, it's all on there. We've got epic content creators coming with us most of, uh, most of our trips to all different places all around the world. So we've got tons of epic travel content. We've got tons of behind-the-scenes <coughs> from our trips, tons of behind-the-scenes from our radio, tons of uh, all of our shows are now on YouTube. So... Please go ahead to uh, go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Search Adventure Fit Travel. You'll find us. Hit the subscribe button and keep up to date with everything we're doing there. That's pretty much it for me. Here's Tommy Sira. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one: no touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo. Discovery Roger, go for deploy. Where did we come from? Are we alone in the universe? What is the future of the human race? I'm with me if you want to live. I did. Go, go, get that girl. Giggity, giggity. Giggity, giggity. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live. Too rare to die. So, uh, yeah, back with Tommy Sira. Welcome back, my friend. Thanks, guys. Good to be back. Yeah. Always good to be back. Now, uh, third time, actually, yeah. but really, yeah. who? Yeah. <laughs> Who's counting? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't know yeah, the first true, one. True. <laughs> true. The, the, the podcast that never was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one that shall remain nameless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The one with you in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was classic. So, what are you up to, mate? Um, sitting outside doing a podcast with two really good dudes. Yep. That's right. Good-looking dudes. Yeah. Good-looking dudes. We're yeah. in like South it. Melbourne. A cool building called the Commas. Yes, the Commons. The Commons. Yeah. Yeah. The Commons. <laughs> the Commons. Yeah. It's called the Commons. Uh, we're at the apostrophes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> just next door. Just next door to Full Stop. <laughs> uh, um, oh god. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Tommy, welcomed Tommy to the Adventure Fit team the other day. Yes. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No shit. Yeah, How good cool. is that? He's I know. Gonna, uh, awesome. Yeah. He's going to help us uh, 
Trip join City. the team and help us uh, help us you know help people have sick times all Trip around Shirikowski. the world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's changed his name to Tommy Trip. Tommy Trip. Yeah, yeah. 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 Adventure, Adventure Tom. Yeah. Adventure Tom. Adventure Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you're at the original Adventure, Adventure Tom. Tom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 no, it was cool. Bill caught me by surprise. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I wanted I to do it almost getting me around here to give him some more magic mushrooms. Yeah. Which is what happened as well. Which is a side benefit of giving someone a job. They're like, oh yeah, have some mushrooms. Okay. That's great. I wanted to do it on the podcast. I was going to make a big deal of it and then like be a start start the conversation and then like be like oh would you want to come on and, yeah. and, and, and oh, whatever no shit. but um no I don't yeah, know it been pretty no, weird don't. if I said no that's like I've always thought if I was ever going to propose to a chick I'd, you'd want to be pretty sure she's going to say yes so like mm. if I wanted to make a big deal out of it mm. I'd, I'd hate if she was like no, I'm still in here, mate. Mm. Fucking terrible. Yeah. Especially if I'm like a public saint. Oh, dude, we see it a lot skydiving. We yeah. do marriage proposals oh, probably yes, once every couple of weeks. So the bride and the group, well, sorry, the, the young gentleman will go up first and he'll do a tandem and the female will come down second, yeah. depending yeah. on who's asking that is. <laughs> and we'll have a banner laid out yeah. saying, will you marry me? And we have like flowers and a bit of champagne. Really? Like oh. that. Yeah. Happens all the time. It's really cute. Some people... um. Some people, it takes a lot to process that amount of adrenaline. Yeah. Um, so yeah. some people come down and they're just like, huh, huh, yeah. this, that. Yeah. Um, most of the, 80% of the time, it's really awesome. One time at St. Kilda, um, the girl came down and she was just slumped on the ground and she was totally green. I might have told this story on the original nah, podcast, actually. I don't really have. Maybe on the OG one. The OG one. Uh, the proposal one. Yeah. No, no, I don't think you can do that. You're going to hear it again anyway. Wait, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The sex dive. <laughs> no, 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 not the sex dive. Not oh. the sex dive. The sky gets in you, man. I don't know, I don't know the what I can say. The, the air gets in you. Yeah. 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 Oh, the imagination can run wild there. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very uh, true. Yeah, so the young guy. He was super awkward to begin with and she was not dealing well with the fact that she just jumped out of a plane uh. and she was slumped and he sort of, we're all standing there with cameras and he's looking at us like, like do it, do it. And he gets down and gets on the knee and she just leans over and starts barking everywhere. Oh, yes. It was great. amazing. So and he just sat there with her and held her yeah, hair yeah. and I was like, man, that's... That's love. That's love. That's, that's what right you there. do. Yeah. 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 So it's pretty cute. So she said yes though. Or did he ask her or not? I don't know. I walked away. It was too awkward. But they do. Uh, they usually always say yes. We had one actually, I think last weekend down at Torquay. Yeah. It's really cute. Everyone yeah. gets pumped because where they land, the family can all sit right there on the fence. Yeah. And they, most of them know what's going on. So yeah. everyone's got cameras out and everyone starts yeah, cheering sick. and it's a really cool little mm. vibe. That's a great way to do it. Yeah. So has anyone ever said no? I haven't seen a no. Uh, I think the girl barfing was probably the closest yeah. thing to a no, but <laughs> adamant yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just blew chunks everywhere. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, right. You must be, um, what are your thoughts on marriage? Are you going to be getting married at some point in your no, life? No, I'll never get married. No? Nah? Yeah. Really? Why Reason? so? You're, you it's, are a religious man, though. Oh. <laughs> You're very Catholic. I was definitely Same born so. into a Catholic family. My my uncle's a priest, mm. and um, Hot. my family's a very, very Catholic family. <laughs> Um, but I'm definitely not. No, marriage is uh, just an outdated um, narcissistic thing, I think. Like, I just don't see any point in it. Like, I I don't need to go through that process to show the woman that I love mm. how much I love them. Mm. I do that every day, and they know that. Mm. She oh, knows that fair. as well. That's I'd fair rather, for sure. I'd rather uh, spend the money on you know, growing together or doing something that's going to be beneficial to the rest of our life rather than mm. just blowing 25 grand on one night for some photos, you know? Like, oh, yeah. 20 to 40 grand, my mate's getting quoted in two different Ooh. places at the moment. Oh, 20, to, 20 to 40, yeah. 20 in the US, 40 in Australia. 
So he's going over to the US to Miami to get married. Because wow. that is uh, the chick's family got some family in Miami. Cool. Um, so 20 grand. It's fucking still a lot of that's money. That's a lot of money. Mm. And that's like a standard one. Yeah. yeah for that's sure. like I think standard 20 grand's marriage. pretty standard. That's like the figure. 20,000. Yeah. Where do people Super get money. that sort of money from? Well, he's paying for it himself with his missus pretty much. <gasps> yeah. Oh, it's too hell. Australia equal Marseille. But wouldn't you want... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't you want to just like... I mean, you could live like a king in Bali for like six months <laughs> yeah. a year for that. For sure. Like, I just don't understand that. I no. don't understand it a little I bit. I, I, I don't understand mind having it, a party. Like, I understand having like a mad party. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You get your I'm mates down go, with the hey, celebration. I love this chick. Let's <laughs> yep. all just get real fucked up. I'm down mm. with you the know. celebration with the friends and stuff like that. But yeah. um, yeah, it's a little over top with the flowers and the walking around the island. <laughs> yeah. Flowers. Well, that was the most fucked thing about marriage. That was the fucking flowers. Everything that goes with it, like when you factor in like a $5,000 photographer, a few thousand dollars for photography. Yeah. Yeah. So tell um, me, what are you doing Valentine's, for uh, Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day's coming up in three days. He's like, hey, babe, got your rock. Yeah. I'll have you back. She'd be lucky if I even remember. Yeah. We have a thing, though, because she's a paraglider. So whenever marriage comes up, I'm like, I'm not going to buy your ring, I'll buy your wing. I'll buy you a new paraglider. Oh, yeah. Because that's something that I'm going to see she's you probably use thinking, every day. She's probably thinking he's just got a lisp yeah. this yeah. whole time. Yeah. 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 What type of wings do you like, babe? What type of wings do you like? I'm just part of Japanese. No, so if she gets anything, it's a wing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm, see, I'm go either way. I mean, I'm definitely not I'm D- not getting married. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there you go. I'm definitely, so. yeah. yeah. We do I'm, it. We do definitely, it. Um, definitely not against getting married. I don't particularly see any point in it, you know. I think it is a bit of a waste of money. I think it's a bit of pressure and whatever. And it's definitely outdated. And it's probably going to go by the, go by the wayside in the coming centuries, you know, decades and centuries, I reckon. Marriage will probably be maybe a thing of the past. Because if you think about, you think about if something's succeeding, then it's got a better than 50% success rate, right? Like if you're doing something and you're doing it more than half the time and you're failing you wouldn't say you're a success at it no there's no so point doing it it's setting people up for failure it's asking so much of two people it is. The, so the act of marriage technically at the moment would be failing right but it is isn't, failing isn't, more than 50 that's yeah, right. that's and what I mean. in divorce that's what imagine, I mean. imagine like I mean imagine like just going to a cafe right and then trying to buy a sausage roll or something and saying more than 50% of these sausage rolls have cancerous fucking shit in them. <laughs> and everyone's going, oh, this is great. Like, are you yeah. fucking retarded? Yeah. I'm going to spend 20 grand on that damn sausage yeah. roll. Yeah. This sounds great. Yeah, no, it's classic, isn't it? But the thing is, see, this is where I reckon that the whole system is wrong, is marriage is probably perfect for the 44% of people that it works for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, or that system works, no worries. Because when I read Sex at Dawn with Chris Ryan, yeah, that's like, way the, the whole thing that I took from that was like, I don't give a fuck if you want to have a harem. Like, that was done in the day and people lived with a harem, like a bunch of wives. If yeah. a girl wants to have a bunch of fucking dudes, if, the, if you want a gay marriage, obviously, if you want to not get married, if you want to live in a fucking commune with a bunch of different people and whatever, or you want to get married, like, everyone should be able to do whatever feels right to them you yeah, know that's, yeah. that's, there's too much structure and rigidity to like you know the way you want to live the rest of your life yeah. so I think like marriage is probably not a bad thing maybe I mean for some people it, for some people yeah I think we're just doing it wrong yeah in what I way th- what do you reckon I think it's a narcissistic um, tr- keeping up with the Joneses you know who can do the flashiest thing who's getting the biggest mm. uh, it, diamond who's yeah. spending this who's spending that it shouldn't <coughs> be about that it should just be about the two people and mm. their love for each other and I'm mm. down with that and I totally respect people that want to do that like I sometimes say to my girlfriend Brie you know if you did really 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 want to get married maybe I'd go do like some cool Viking ceremony in Norway or mm. go 
into the country in Australia and do like an indigenous uh, like wedding ceremony with with the Aboriginals mm. or something like super unique and super cool, but mm. also um, very ri- ritualistic. You know mm. what I mean? Like mm. I think when uh, rather than just getting shit faced and yeah, yeah being so, a dickhead. Yeah. I definitely think that whenever anyway. uh, yeah, <laughs> you're already you're, you've been married about a thousand yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Totally against yeah. just just drinking beers and yeah. acting like a goose. No, I think definitely when totally uh, any sort of consumerism <laughs> ideal you know attaches itself onto something like this there's always like a reason to fail this is why I become such a cynic of Christmas because yeah. like it's just it's just a marketing ploy of like who can buy the best shit yeah, and it's, it's just terrible. like well you know that's great you know and even even I actually put out a post a couple of months ago talking about you know if Christmas isn't about buying stuff then what is it about and everyone says oh it's such a great time to see your family and everything and then I was like well why do you need a time to go see your family can't you just mm. just go and see your family yeah you know? well that's that's for sure in an ideal world that's correct you know you should just make time for your family but mm. I don't or not or don't I, if you I, don't but if you don't want to see them then you just don't have no, to go and but, see them I mean it does it does yeah I agree I agree for the most part for sure in what you're saying yeah I just think like Christmas Easter all these holidays all these I mean do you replace them with family day yeah. On December 25th, well, you know, or do you need you need a Catholic, it's a Catholic, it's, yeah. it's a Catholic day. Like Australia is mm. a multicultural country. Mm. We've got so many people from different religions. Like, mm. why does it just have to be Catholic? You should have an no, that's right. But but a lot of people, but a lot of people from different religions don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah, I know. Definitely. You know I mean? And they celebrate but that's their why day. We could make something like a National Family Day. Yeah, we something yeah. like that. We definitely yeah. could have a National Family yeah, Day. It could probably, be done better. I like yeah. it. In theory, yeah, without the presents, but I reckon we should have like the presents are ridiculous. We should yeah. take the Jewish so tradition. Shit. It's terrible. Oh, the presents. Yeah, I it's yeah. basically just everyone's just wasting money. Everyone <laughs> yeah. should just throw three hundred dollars out the window. I and just go realized. Down. I just yeah. realized. I've just yelled out my nan, and my nan listens to this show. Remember, what I was telling you, she yeah. listens to every show. Nana Wendy. Yeah, Nana, Nana Wendy. Nan, look, if you're listening, <laughs> that bloody car thing. She gave me a, a little <laughs> GoPro thing that like sits on the front of your car in case anyone stacks into your car and you need a, and they drive they do a runner on you. But you don't have a car. Nah. <laughs> but, She's got high. Maybe one day. Maybe no. one day. Oh, you have a car. But at the time, I had a car. As well. At the time, I did have a car. And I looked at it and I was like, this is going to serve very, very little purpose to me. Did you say that? No, I didn't say it to Nan. Oh, I said it to I love myself. It so much. Yeah, yeah. I fucking oh, hate yeah. it. Nan's gonna hate me now. <laughs> hate oh, well, me. we love Nan. Yeah, we love Nan. Yeah. Nana Wendy. Yeah. yeah Shout yeah. out to Nana Wendy. Yeah. But um, yeah, now not your not your finest moment. But um, <laughs> <laughs> But no, but but the presence that you get, like I wanna now just get to the point I think where I haven't yet, but I've thought about it for the last few years. Like, don't give me a present or, or get me I do like I often ask for books, but maybe just Fucking give me, money. give me, give me nothing, or give something to someone else. I I'm not saying that to like, oh, check me out, I'm fucking whatever. But like most of the shit you get, we're all probably in the same boat. Like we're trying to have less shit in our lives. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like I've just Practical got so much gifts rubbish. Where it's at. Like yeah. I've always, I hate getting gifts. And I've said to Bree like birthdays, Christmas, and that, and like anything practical. Mm. Like I got a knife sharpener for uh, for my birthday from my old housemate, and I use it every other day. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I love it, and yeah. I think about them every time I've got it in my hand. I'm like, yeah. that's damn present ever. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like I got yeah. a wheel of cheese. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Something enjoyable and practical. Yeah, like yeah. I can see that, but it doesn't yeah. have to be extravagant and high tech or anything. Yeah. It can yeah, just yeah. be basic. Yeah, no, nah, but I think see the thing with like. The thing with marriage and Christmas stuff, like, yeah, I just, I, I do like him for that reason a lot. Like, Corey's wedding was in um, Crescent Head in New, New South Wales, and we Beautiful were Beautiful spot. Yeah. I've been to a wedding in Crescent Head before. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazing. Awesome. And and most everyone that was there was from the peninsula, or they were, they, they didn't live in Crescent Head, you know. There might have been a few Crescent locals, but most, 90% of people, were, well, probably 100%, to be honest, weren't from Crescent Head, because it's just where the holiday house is, and they love it up there. But it was three days, so... 
It wasn't a wedding where you go in on the day, have beers, catch up with a few people, get out of there, whatever. We were stuck together for three days, and it was, mm. looking back on it, could have been the best weekend of my life. That's mm. like, We did a three-day wedding for my awesome. friends there as well. Mm. Yeah. All time. Heavy mm. to, like, ask that much of people to a degree, and, you know, some people shot out daily, stuff like that, but realistically, like... I had nothing else to do but just sit around and catch up with all my best mates all day, every day. And Share some quality time. Yeah. It was That's what it's fu- about. It was fucking great, you mm. know. And whether people actually implement something like that if they don't get married, you know. Nuga isn't going to get married to Soph. You know Nuga? Yep. Um, not going to get married to Soph. They've been together 10, 12 years or something like that. And, yeah, they're, they're in the next... Does two- she know that? Yeah. Or are you dropping the bomb now? No, no, no she, knows, she knows. Sorry, so I've signed out the laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, but, um, Sorry, no, no, she knows, she knows. No, it's more from her family than, than uh, his, I believe, because I think her brother or sister, um, one of her brothers, she's got a brother and sister, one of them is in a really happy relationship, has been for 10 years or whatever, and they're not, they're not getting married and it's just Man. not their thing. Um, and they want to have a celebration in the next couple of years. So, yeah. Having said that, like, for me, I don't, I don't really mind either way. I'm happy to, if my chick wants to get married, I'll get married. Really? Yeah, for sure. I, I, that's that's all I have. I, if it, in life, really, in general, if it's something that I don't give a fuck either way, and someone wants to, someone is a yes or a no, then I'll just go with the yes or a no. But you'd be giving very... a fuck if you had to pay twenty grand for it. No, twenty grand's twenty grand. I mean, hopefully by the time I get married, twenty grand's it's a lot of money for yeah. sure. And I think you know you could spend. Well, it's it's a pretty good way to spend twenty grand in a Massive way. Massive travel, though you could. No, I know, but you could also have like the most epic day of your life. Like if you're having this party that we're talking about, it's going to cost you near on twenty grand. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, what are they? If everyone just BYO, depends how you do it. Alcohol. <laughs> yeah, depends no, that's right. It. But but what I'm saying is, yeah, I don't care about spending twenty grand. I know it's it's a lot of money, and it's you know you can do a lot of other cool things with twenty grand. But you know, I'm not going to get married for five years. Like twenty grand's, you know, that's a it's, people waste twenty grand on a car. You know, like, I'm I know. Not, you know, so do you I have a girlfriend, Bill? Do I know? So you got to meet a girl first. Yeah, that's right. No. Thanks for uh, <laughs> so this single. Boy just goes hey, straight this down. Just, go on, Tommy uh, Steele just goes <laughs> at, bang. At, at Doctor Adventure Bit Life. Yeah. Uh, mobile oh four oh four four. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Girls, I'm a, taking applications currently. He's uh, got a medium sized rod. Yeah, yeah. Got a good Hummel sword. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. What would be the um, three best assets a bill? Doesn't have to be physical. All right. But did like, we do this on another podcast? Just about. Did we did do we, this on another podcast? Did we like a long time ago? I don't know. I don't know. What, what's your question? All right. If you're if you're going one of those game show hosts, right? Yeah. Or go on one of those game shows, and the host says to you, "All right, what are the three what best if I go things?" Go on one of those game show hosts. I corrected myself. I corrected. No, no, it just sounded funny because we're talking I about know. good qualities. Like I'll take on a game show. Host. No, but, um, <laughs> what, what would you say? One, must what? host a game show. Quality number two. Um, All right, you say, "Hey, I'm Bill. This, this, and this." What? Quality, qualities in a chick. What? No, for you. Like, what are your best qualities? Like, why, My would, best qualities? why would girls want to get with you? Oh, pitching myself. Three. Yeah. Pitch- <laughs> three best things about you. Oh, fuck no. Um, three best things about me. Oh no! Why don't you? Why don't you tell my three best things about me? No, because well, I want to talk about myself. Why don't you? Why don't uh, you? Come on. Well, uh, all right. Okay. Um, if I was like the best mate on the show, I'd be like, all right. Three, three good things about Bill. Um, he's. Uh, He's both professional and unprofessional at the same time, which works well with the business. Chicks are going to love that. <laughs> yeah. Dream guy. Yeah. He just had a hernia taken out. <laughs> yeah. His groin's been upgraded, so that's a positive. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. And, um, uh, <laughs> loves anal. <laughs> I'll get nothing. Uh, I'll get no, nothing. No, no. That's no, a tough I, one. I don't know, man. I don't know. It'd be a tough don't one. Know what my, my, Who knows what girls look for, though, anyway? Mm. Like, Personality. Honestly. <laughs> hope mm. so. Yeah. Nah, they do, though, for sure. Well, 
you and I have <laughs> girlfriends, and clearly it's personality. Oh, it's definitely personality. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not looks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Honestly, yeah. I don't know what it is sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, don't. Yeah, no, but girls definitely, like, girls are, like, it's what you hear, right? What you see and what you hear. Yeah. Um, I think so. As opposed to, I'm reading um, a book by emotional Mark, connection. I'm reading a book about uh, by Mark Manson at the moment. You know, um, the satellite are not giving a fuck. Yeah, it's yep. like number one on Girlfriend's the all the Yeah, yeah. So I'm reading his first book. It's called um, Models, and it's kind of like the book The Game. Remember The Game by mm-hmm. Neil Strauss? So it's about it's not. Oh, is it really? Yeah, but it's good. It's good. It's, it's about human psychology and the stuff. The game's really. about like techniques and shit. Yeah, isn't no, it? it's not. It's not oh, like that. It's not. Right. A pick is that up, the pickup artist? Yeah. Book? Never read it. It's not. A, yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's the first book I ever stopped reading. I was like, really? Fuck oh, yeah, this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I could ever try. I put it down. I was like, this is fucking garbage. Yeah. Um, I would like to read it again now, though, because I reckon I would take a lot of the human, like the way that people operate, mm. it'd very, very, like it'd be very interesting. Whereas at <laughs> yeah. the time, I was, I was just like, this is just rubbish. But, but I'm reading this book by Mark Manson, and um, it's called Models, and it's about, I think it's, it's basically about like picking up chicks, but it's about like finding the. Um, woman of your dreams or whatever yep. and um, basically this is not boding well for me like sounding like a desperate fucking loser <laughs> but, um, but no but it was because um, the Satellite and Not Giving a Fuck is a fucking awesome book yep. and this is his only other book and I was reading it and it's just about psychology it's basically about yep. human psychology what what you know makes people um, do the things they do and whatever and um, it yes. talks about like you know what this dude believes that women want in a guy you know and oh, that's yes. what is it and that's <laughs> that's um Apparently, yeah, yeah. That's uh, and that's like authenticity <laughs> is probably the number one thing. Honestly, you know? vulnerability and authenticity. Knowing like where being, you are. Yeah, knowing who you are and not being giving a fuck about that. You know, being happy with like, being happy to have a point of view on things and yeah. and, and disagree with people. Yeah. You know, have a strong fucking strong will, treat people well, all these things. You know, so. Yeah, like basically we're just, totally just looking for a good bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Pretty <laughs> much. What a good dude. I'd probably date that dude. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. That's, right. that's right. I want to be based with that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so funny, li- like listening to different um, opinions about what people think with these sorts of, you know, they're not really contentious issues, but just, you know, just think the age-old questions, you know. And um, I just finished reading uh, Twelve Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson, Doctor mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson, and he he is that all, his newest book? Yeah, 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 so good. All, all his viewpoints are very much evolutionarily related. Mm. So he looks at into evolutionary psychology, which is fascinating, you know. And I think there's a there's a really good um, uh, intertwining factor between evolution, so how we've survived to here. So there are some fundamental things that we have to do to make sure that we're happy and how we relate to people because evolution has dictated that. I you agree know? 100%. Yeah. It's the path I'm going down with my whole life at the moment. Well, I mean... You know, that's just a thing of eating healthy to, to survive, um, trying to overcome difficult tasks, you know, to, and challenging things and, and staying, you know, mobile and move. All these factors have allowed us to survive to 2018. Um, I think Joe Rogan spoke about this, you know, and um, we have to constantly do those things to keep everything happy. We need know? to strip back a lot. Definitely, that's what oh, I'm doing yeah. with my whole life at the moment. That's why I moved down the coast. That's why I've changed my life in so many different ways. I'm yeah. stripping back to being a caveman, sort of. Yeah. And yeah, and you're probably the happiest you've ever been. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I feel like I'm taking control of my life again. Exactly. Yeah. It's, fa- it's so fascinating. Mm. And like, w- when you look at our generations <clears throat> at the moment, we're all basically experiments. Like, mm. we've evolved. I mean, who was the podcast? What was the name of the cosmologist? Was it 
Garen or uh, Garen. Garen. Garen Lewis. Garen. Garen. Yeah. yeah. Could get it all day. Yeah. yeah. Um, we could get we, it the we first still time we interviewed him, mate. And he said the name. We, we called him, yeah. him seven Great different podcast, names. Great Yeah, that's good. But um, he said life began, was it 3.5 billion years ago, probably in the bottom of the ocean as bacteria. Yeah. We've evolved to current day in certain ways. And at the moment, like, we walk around with shoes on, we have sunglasses on, we're... Mm. Sleeping thirty stories off the off the mm. off the well, earth. We walk we're around totally, with shoes on. You don't. We're to- I don't anymore. We're totally <laughs> disconnected good. from the way we've evolved, and mm. like it's you can it's such a direct correlation to so many types of mental diseases, mental <laughs> issues, health issues, yeah. things like that. Culture's and moving too fast for us. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, mm. Through stripping back my life into all these basic evolutionary fundamentals, like I don't take my ADHD medicine anymore. No I, shit. Like my body's changing, my mind's changing, everything's changing mm. for the better, and it's just, it's building up and building up, and I just feel better and better the more time I'm, I'm stripping things back. So you know what's interesting about that is these psychologists and stuff, and Jordan Peterson is just an example because he's in the frame of my mind, but he comes under a lot of flack for saying things like, you know, the reasons why the way we are is because evolution, and you know, the fact of the matter is, you know why a woman would want a man is because you know like why why do girls aren't like bad boys it's because bad boys can't be swayed and they're assertive and they know that they're going to protect you because they're they're okay with conflict and things like that you know full of confidence yeah full of confidence you know nice guys always finish last because they're pushovers and they act mm. like child children and you know all these stuff that he you know that's a very sort of pseudo way of saying what he says um, but people come people don't like that sort of stuff you know which is I, I think is really fascinating because if you just look at the way we've evolved evolution has so much to answer for as to mm. why we are the way we are today yeah. you know you're not like we are we are animals we're, spe- mm. we're a species called the, the, the sapien, you mm. know, and uh, the erectus, sorry to be specific. And um, we have to constantly do things that have made us the way we are today, you know? Like, even something as simple as having the mobility to squat, like, it feels shit. The squatty potty. Well, that's right. Like, yeah. it just feels shit to get out of a chair when you've got no mobility. Just like, because what does can, that do? Just because we can now do things, like, that are luxuries, doesn't mean that that's good for us. Exactly. At all. Yeah. Like... Mm. You have to go. Sometimes you just have to think. I I can take the lazy, easy route, mm. or I can do what I've been doing for however long we've evolved. One point eight million years. Yeah, for this and one. it's you know, I, there's so many things that we are doing just because it's total convenience that we shouldn't be doing. What about this one, Sarah? So I listen to this podcast. Simon Holloway, Alexis's old man, um, sent it to me. Yeah, right. Um, and it was. Uh, Rich Roll with, um, I think I've spoken, I've definitely spoken to you about this. I don't know if we said it on the show. I'm sure we would have. But um, it was Rich Roll with this dude, Dan Butner. Dan Butner is a Nat Geo guy, and he got paid by Nat Geo to do a study on the world's longest um, living people. Mm-hmm. So the study was called The Blue Zones of Longevity. And he wrote a book about it, I believe. Um, and it became a, or maybe it was just a big article on Nat Geo, but he did like a documentary, I think, as well. Anyway, I listened to this um, podcast with him and Rich Roll because. He did that, and then it was really, um, really popular article, really interesting, uh, went really well. So Nacho, when he got him to go back and do the Blue Zones of Happiness, so same thing, 10 longest living people in the world, and how do they act, what do they do, how, where are the correlations, and then um, with, the, with the Blue Zones of Happiness, so longevity and happiness, yep. the top 10 people. And the only thing, like, there's a lot of stuff that you would imagine, like, obviously, education, you know, um, having by and large a good diet you know these things are all yeah. in, you know intertwined here and there whatever like the stuff that you would you would normally 
assume. And then the one thing that was a correlation between pretty much every city or every, every country or whatever, every region that was in both was they were walking or bike cities predominantly. No mm. one was sitting in their car for two hours a day. Mm. Isn't that interesting? That's very interesting. Because mm. mm. think of the act of... They reckon... I think they, they say that we're like 60 or 90 minutes, I believe, is the average in your car per day. Mm. In a loud, confined fucking hunk of metal in traffic. It's gross. Sitting down. You know what I mean? Like, no one's ever... In cities, no one's ever just cruising the traffic. Like, I'm not a very mm. highly stressed guy. Like, we're all pretty relaxed dudes. But, like, traffic's stressful. It's yeah, shit, it's stressful. You know? Very stressful. And, and, yeah, that was the major correlation. Everything was like a bike city. And I don't have a car anymore. I, um, when I ride to the commons, it's fucking great. Yeah. It's passive exercise. Bike riding is great. Yeah, it's That's, passive. It's, I did the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's, a little bit of, it's a little bit of exercise. You're out in the... You're out in the elements and it's just way more relaxing you know I totally get it <laughs> the, the, the scary thing is that the the genuine average western lifestyle is wake up at 7.30 or 8 um, get ready for work get in a car in peak hour traffic for what, half an hour go to work sit at a desk all day for 8 hours get in that car again go back home from work for another 45 <laughs> minutes listening to people on the radio talk complete shit that <laughs> yeah. won't benefit you at all yeah. you get, get back home from every and you're right so center. fucked because you're so fatigued from how you know disingenuous this life is to who you who we are as a, as a species that you sit in front of a TV again sitting drinking red wine to dull the effects yeah. That's five days a week. And getting frustrated at yourself because you're not watching the movie because you're on your phone too much. Yeah, yeah. It's a total disconnect from how we've evolved. It's what mm. it goes back to. Mm. Like yeah. You guys were talking about it with the cosmologist mm. that it's such a fragile ecosystem like, and it's such a one in a zillion thing the way the Earth's evolved and mm. allowed us to live here mm. and to think that you can just go, hey, I'm just going to sit under a fluorescent light for 12 hours a day mm-hmm. and I'm going to wear shoes all day and I'm not going to see natural light with mm. my own eyes and mm. I'm going to sit in a polluted car and things mm. like that. Yeah. It's just ridiculous that people think that we can survive and keep doing that. Well, I think it's it's sad that people think that that's what life is. Like yeah. it, People don't take on the personal responsibility to make a difference. Definitely. You good know? Point. And that's a real a real issue to go, fuck, my life sucks. Like If yeah. only this was good. And there's, you know, they're, they're looking outside as, as the culprit yeah. when it's we have the power for everything you know for everything and it's hard like it's, it's hard to make habitual change it's a deep but it's rut. also yeah it, it is but you have to you have to do that yeah but you I don't to. think it's going anywhere I think we're done I think we'll evolve to this because evolution's obviously an adaptation to your current environment and the current environment we are in now it's, it's going too fast for us and that's why there's a lot of the problems but like 12 years ago all dogs were wolves and we forced evolution on them. I have a fucking sausage dog. My next door neighbour has a fucking Great Dane. You know what I mean? Like, it's true. <laughs> um, so, so that's that's forced and rapid evolution. Like mm. in a normal space of evolutionary, you know, you, that wouldn't happen in twelve thousand years, but it has happened. You know, so I think because it's not what we've created isn't. We're great because we're talking about it. We're not great, you know, but we're 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 aware. We're woke, we're to, we're woke to what's going on. Um, you're doing something about it. Me and you do little things to, you know, with with this conversation we're having, you know. Well, we're, we're very much minimalists, and we to a degree, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. I mean, we're not as as, as deep in it as serious yeah, or whatever, yeah. but and then, but that's like, there's probably zero point zero 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 one. I would say people that are thinking of this, they're doing stuff like that. The only thing that I would say to um, juxtapose that would be that uh, no to argue with that sorry is that wolves became dogs because they provided a benefit 
to the human species, yeah. right? Everything that we're doing now, yes, there's a lot more growth and, you know, there's a lot more good in the world, but there is a massive rise in mental health issues and that's a bad thing. So I think no, that people sure. are going to address that and we're eventually going to see a wave back to or a, a new pathway to something that's actually better for us, you know? Yeah, I think we'll just, yeah, for sure. I just say, I'm just saying, I don't think we're going to be evolving back to Homo sapiens. We're going to be uh, Homo oh, erectus. Right. We're not going to be evolving back to hunter gatherers. No, no, no. Or, or, no. Or culturally, trying. culturally, yeah, culturally, 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 it's not ever like culturally going back to hunter gatherers. And, you know, we're going to evolve, keep evolving into something different. Like, yeah. obviously, through artificial intelligence, but everything that's coming on, everything's going to be different. But, yeah, yeah. I just think there's, yeah, it's, it's we're not going, um, we're not going backwards. Uh, so I maybe think. like in a hundred thousand years, the way we're living right now is actually quite good for our health. Because uh, in will... comparison to the way they're going to be living then, yes, for sure. I don't 100%. think so. I don't I think so. Why's that? I think I think we're going to figure it out. I think it's going to be sweet. I think because m- most of the time, like we're able to, like humans are pretty fucking crafty, like, and we build on, you know, our forefathers and the thought leaders mm. before us, whatever. Like normally, if there's a problem, we fix that problem. We can we can figure it out. And I don't think we're too far gone. You know, I think Definitely there's a lot of spirit in in humans. I think we're getting more. Um, you know, we're getting more spiritual, thinking about others more. We're trying to look after people better. There's less fucking war. There's less fucking aggression. There's less, yeah. you know, they, we're fucking the, the planet a little bit, but, you know, we're going to have to fuck fix that. But I think that we will continue to evolve mentally to be a better, a better species. I really think that. And I think that it's going to happen really fast in about 50 years' time just through artificial intelligence. Like, we're going to understand things through help of computers a lot better. I genuinely think mm. that. And I think that it's going to, it's going to, a lot of our problems will be fixed through computer intelligence rather than us. And then, yeah, I think, we'll, I think everything will be computerized. We'll, it'll look like the Jetsons, whatever. I don't know. But I think we'll be a smarter, more well-rounded, less you know, destructive species mm. in the future. I think that. I don't I've, want a bar of that world. Back That's to fair. Mm. Yeah, but sure that, the me. problem with that is, the problem with that is, it's just impossible to go back, because hunter gatherers, agriculture is too far gone. Agriculture is a downhill, just what's that? A snowball. Yeah, it's a snowball. You can't unless we have the, the one thing that could take us back to hunter gatherers, and I think would actually be really good for the world in the way that it bring people together. I think it would fuck off religion. It would fuck off race. It would bring everyone together. Is if we get hit by an asteroid or fucking some other cataclysm happens. I generally think that's the only thing that's going to bring people together right here, right now. And we lose all our knowledge. No, no. We just, we become, because you know what I was talking about with Tribe and Sebastian Junger? that book, yeah. Yeah, people exactly pulling that. together, you know, and that, I feel like that, that might be the case, you know, put up against all odds, that might bring people together. But, but I, um, I've lost my train of thought there. But yeah, look, I think, um, oh yeah, agriculture. Yeah, no, I mean, because there's too many people on the planet and we're not going to, we're not going to genocide three quarters of the planet because we want to go back to a more hunter-gatherer you know way of life however the population will fucking go to like 1.2 billion by 20 2100 due to replacement rates so that'll help but what as in we're going to go back down from seven and a half billion to two billion yeah two what? billion what yeah what's Do you know that? about replacement rates no I was in our, in our group, I mentioned this the other day. You sent it to me. So it's the way replacement rates work, so so overpopulation is a huge issue because it's going to peak at like 2050. Yeah. You know, I know what people always say, um, nine, million, 9 billion by 2050, 9 billion by 2050. They say 2050, not 20, 
2100 because the people that know and do the stats know that by 2100 it's going to be totally different. It's oh. going to be 2 billion. And that's because of... Repli- 5 billion people are going to go. 7 billion, yeah. Oh, seven, sorry, yeah. They're not going to... So what happens, what happens die, is... They'll die, they'll die. But it's very easy to understand. I'd never heard of it before until I had it explained to me. But it's very easy to get well, your head around. having less kids. Yeah. yeah. So replacement rates in the Western world are like 2.1% or something. So, and that 1%, you need to have 2.1 babies on average between two people to keep the population the same because of, you know, infant mortality, uh, yep. just people dying young before having kids and people not having kids at all, you know? 2.1 is our replacement rate. In... Um, Africa, basically, the replacement rate, I'm not sure what it is, but it's, it's more like four or five because of all the huge rates of infant mortality. So to actually have those two people, their offspring to produce two more people, you need to have like four or five kids, mm-hmm. you know, because of uh, all those factors. But China, when they brought in the one kid policy, so China's replacement rate now is like one, uh, their replacement rate is like 1.1. So per two people in China, and this is happening in a lot of countries. Lots of Europe is under the replacement rate. Yeah. So China, for example, if you have 1.1... One pe- uh, one, uh, that's not their replacement rate that they need. Sorry, that's their birth rate. Mm. That's their, how many kids they're actually having. So the replacement rate in China might be 2.5, 2.3, whatever. So, But China, uh, people in China are having 1.1 children per couple, right? Well, is, is that's, that's policy though, isn't it? Like not one anymore. Child. Not oh, anymore. Not but it was. It was. And that's what it all stemmed from. Yeah. But now it's like culturally, that's kind of what's going on. But right. it also is happening in Europe a lot. Like a lot of the countries in Europe have a, 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 a child rate of like 1.7 or whatever and a replacement rate of like 2.2. So, yeah. But China, right? Use China. So if they need 2.2 people to keep their population of couple of billion whatever they've got if they need 2.2 children they're over 1.1 then in three uh in one generation that population of 1.1 is on track to go down to uh sorry that population of 2 billion is on track to go down to 1 billion yeah and the next generation if it stays the same it's on track to go to 500 million yep. and then so it halves you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and and yep. a lot of the, the biggest most populated countries in the world have lower replacement rates. All of Europe are under their replacement rate. Mm. So Depends although, massively. Yeah, but you've got to wait for those generations to go through a little yeah, bit, you know yeah. what I mean, for people to die. But basically, it's predicted to peak at 2050 at 9 billion. And then Elon Musk has spoken about it and said it's one of the most, um, it's one of the most like AI and replacement rates under population. And I don't really understand enough economically and socially and culturally, whatever, why... It would be huge, but our culture is set up for nine, uh, for, for six, seven billion, like to take that in, in 50 years back to two billion. Yeah. A lot of problems with that, which I'm not smart enough to explain to you right yeah. now, but that's how oh, it works. Well, there would be a massive, massive decrease in output. Yeah. Huge. Like, and the infrastructure that's been built to infrastructure is the biggest one, I reckon. Oh, it'd, be, yeah. it'd be wasted. Yeah. It'd be ghost towns. You would have yeah. ghost towns. Yeah, I know. You would have massive ghost towns. Yeah. yeah. It'd be um, Chernobyl. There's already ghost towns. Yeah. There's already places like Chernobyl's that. a massive sure. ghost town. I think that was because of a radiation yeah, thing. Yeah, that was yeah. 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 That's a bit different. No, that's still <laughs> I saw a documentary on some old Russian woman that's like never left. And she's like eats wild mushrooms out there. Really? Glow in the dark a little bit. Seven arms. Seven arms. No, she's like killing it out there. Yeah. That's Yeah. But it's pretty, fa- it's pretty fascinating, the old re- the replacement rate thing. But, you know, that might help us. You know, if we get to the point where it, by 20, 2100, right, we might, have, we might have 40 years of artificial intelligence, which means computers are 1,000 times faster at processing. Yeah. Whether that's smarter, but faster at processing than us. And we might have the need for... Speed. We, we might have the need for one third of, amount of the amount of land. Yeah. You know? So we might be able to just fucking bulldoze a bunch of cities and put up and, and plant trees. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But, you know, I think we'll figure it out, eh? Figure it out, yeah. Mm. I have faith that we will. Mm. Because, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. 
and we need to figure it yeah. out. So we will. I yeah, think. definitely. No, you're right. I don't know how? But I'm hoping we'll just we will. Put the, yeah, you, you can. You only put the ever. Out there. They always say um, you should only ever <laughs> give a task to a busy man or a busy woman. Say again, because they'll figure it out. You know. What'd yeah. you say? You only ever give a task to a busy person because they will just sort it out. <laughs> Is that a saying? Yeah, it's a saying. Are you trying to try to come up with one? Sounds about right. It sounds about right. Yeah. Um, well. Maybe people just benefit from just doing shrooms every weekend and trying to figure that shit out. Oh, we'll definitely benefit from that. Yeah. Can yeah. we um, can we talk about Elon Musk and the Falcon Heavy? We yeah. certainly can. Sure. How hectic was that? It's Did you guys watch the thing? The whole ten nah, minute. Dog? I haven't no, watched I it. Doing oh, too busy. Eh? I, I really want to. Time. Yeah. It is. I've watched a lot of the launches. Like, yeah. I've watched a bunch of them. Yeah. It's so interesting. Isn't it? I saw one when I was in Florida last year. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Oh, I saw it live. Yeah, saw it live. Really? Yeah. A SpaceX one. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Fuck, that's sick. It was rad. It's fantastic. Tell all me my went to SpaceX, were, actually. Didn't you all go to SpaceX? Mates, <laughs> all my mates were on the uh, beach in Florida posting their live um, Facebook feed from, from watching it. Oh, really? Yeah. Heaps of my sick. friends because I've got a lot of friends in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, SpaceX is an amazing place. They, they make their own carbon fiber there. Yeah. Um, they have this massive thing. Because I've actually... Walked in there, which is great. Actually, Tommy, we did, there, Tommy did a tour of it. Yeah, like, really? I did a whole tour of oh SpaceX. Oh, yeah. that would be fantastic. I slept through it. Yeah, it feels so through it. Slept through it. Slept through it, yeah. Plus, <laughs> um, yeah, it was incredible. It was outside of it. They have the first rocket from memory uh, that re-landed back onto, onto Earth. Just this huge rocket there. Um, you, it's this huge warehouse. We walk, you walk in there. You see where Elon Musk's um, desk is. He's, they just built this like little internal office inside this huge warehouse in there. A lot of the times, apparently, he just sits under his desk and like looks up and just like, like he's just a real weirdo. Mm. Super weird. Have you read but his but book? just a ledge. No, nah. yeah, oh, no, I have. No, I know. Oh, no, I read the first third. He used to give the tours and stuff in there. Inspirational and, man. Yeah. yeah, it's the, one of those ones where, which you would imagine, like he's yeah. changing the world. But because I remember, I had it on my. Um, I love Elon Musk, but I had it on my bookshelf for so long, and then I just just didn't grab me for some. I just couldn't be fuck reading it. Yeah. And then even though I really love Elon Musk, and then I spoke to Drew. And uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Elon Musk, this and that. I'm like, have we got his book, actually? And he goes, oh, bro, top five. Yeah. And Drew has, uh, he has a thousand books in his bookshelf. Yeah. He's fucking, you know, he reads. He's read a lot. He's read a lot. Yeah. And I was like, that's a big call, man. He goes, bro, it's one of the best five books I've ever read. Yeah. So I read it straight away and I was tend to agree. It's fucking yeah. fascinating. So why though? Because I've only got, I only got to like the first third and then I stopped. Just um, his determination. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's so next level. Yeah. 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 So I heard that he, um, when they were trying to figure out how to get a rocket to land back down, if he failed on the one that was the success, that would have been it. <laughs> yeah. They were out of money. They would have been out of money. It's happened heaps. They've been Tesla, on the verge of yeah. being Tesla, bankrupt Tesla, so Tesla, many times. Tesla's pretty much the same. Tesla's like, yeah. going downhill, but like they're still just throwing coin into it. Well, Tesla's the most... Tesla, if on the stock market, is the most expensive car company in the world. Yeah. And it, and it has... And don't quote me on this, but it has a market share has a market share of like 0.05 yeah. and it's the most expensive car company in the world yeah. because of the potential yes. people buy into the potential this is oh, the perfect the example of Cons- this is the, yeah consumer confidence yeah. I suppose but this is the perfect example of the start with your why the book start with your yeah. why or like you know if you want to be successful get people to follow why you do things yeah. not what you do yeah. because everyone's throwing money at Elon Musk and keeping it afloat or now I don't know right the last year or two but like the whole time like he had no business being in business yeah like the amount of problems he had the amount of money that he was burning through the amount of investors he was pissing off the amount of clients customers he was letting down stuff he was going through yeah, it's ridiculous everything. but but it was like everybody understands 
that if this kicks off, oh, it's going to yeah. be the biggest car company in the world and true. it's going to change the world. So yeah. people believe in the why, so they don't give a fuck. You That's know? so true. Mm. That's so true. Yeah. So is it just so people just aren't buying Teslas? Um, I'm not actually sure why they're not making money and why they're burning through it so much. Early days, it was just getting all the procedures and all the processes and all, you know, trying to figure out. Because no car company in Detroit would have any... Like, they didn't have anyone to... They brought in people from, from places and stuff, but Elon Musk built like a fucking a bunch of tech guys and were like, go build a fucking electric car. And they're like, well, like, that didn't take much from like Detroit, you know, and, and, and people can't, I'm pretty sure like there's, you know, rules against like bringing over ideas and, 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 and systems and stuff yeah. from like, you know, all the regular, there's been no new car company that's started up in like 150 years, yeah. you know, no, no car company. Yeah. And so Elon was like, well, fuck, we'll just, we'll build it like we would build it. Yeah. We'll build it like, We'd never build a car before and there was no such thing as cars. We'll yeah. build what we think will work. Do you know Shit. what I mean? So, yeah. And that's why Teslas are so much different to all other cars. Not only the fact that they're electric, but the fact that they have like 12 parts, you know. they they um, A lot of the processes were, were new, you know. Mm, new mm. processes. So that's costly, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Heaps of fuck-ups, heaps of, you know. And what's his goal? So with, with the rockets landing back down and stuff, his goal is to be able to, for, for transport across the world? Um, no, his goal is to make money, but his goal is to set up a colony on Mars and yeah, give, give, Mars. give, give yeah. humans a second chance in case we do get hit by an asteroid. That's his main goal. Yeah. But his, his means to an end, money-wise, is his rockets. So, again, he built the rockets the same way he built cars. He didn't build them with fucking, like, get NASA's plans of the rockets that they've nah. been building for 30, 40, 50, 60 years yeah. and go, right, let's build our version of this yeah, they built it from scratch yeah, so the way, and, the way, and the way that they built it they, they used to they tried to outsource everything in the back in the early days now everything's built in America pretty much on site I believe I'm pretty sure and he brought mm. the he brought the cost of building a rocket down by fucking like 50% mm. but then he brought because they're reusable it's fucking 10 orders of magnitude cheaper yeah. to have a rocket and, yeah. and a space launch so his thing is that he'll do um, take satellites into orbit do um, he already does this like that's how he makes money is is taking satellites into orbit refueling stuff at the International Space Station so he has all these government um, SpaceX has all these government contracts yeah. to keep him afloat while he tries to fucking put people on Mars oh. which I think is pretty crazy like we were talking yeah. about earlier with evolution and how fragile life's evolved in the circumstances that the Earth has um, has evolved itself to then go try and live on Mars in a totally different place and, mm. th- and survive. Mm. That's a crazy thought. Mm. Like, it's fucking that's crazy. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I, I can't comprehend it. I just don't think people would survive there. I think what's no, really... Yeah. S- what's most scary? You just can't... Like, the chances of there being another Earth out, Earth out there with life like ours is so yeah. minute. Like, it's going to have to be the exact same circumstances up there for us to be able to survive. No, How but not to survive, that? though. To... to but you, you build biodomes. No one's going to be walking around in, you know, if you... If you oh, of course there's biodomes, but yeah. that's not the earth. Like, No, that's right. It's, it's you know never, what I mean? You'll never duplicate what we have here and you need that to survive. Not to survive. Uh, well, to keep surviving, to have more generations successfully breeding and stuff, I think you definitely do. So no, as in like, what, if the biodomes like 
break or something? No, I'm just saying, like, the conditions that we live in, like, the light frequencies we see at sunrise and sunset, um, the oxygen, the gravity, mm. everything about yeah, the Earth all be is tweaks, so sir. unique. No, for sure. But, but oh, the whole thing, we won't be able to do anything on Mars in, unless we were, there's no point in sending people up there unless we can create that environment inside of a bubble, you know? That's what it's going to be. It's going to be living in bubbles. I think they definitely, obviously, that's what they're going to attempt, mm. but I just don't think it's going to work. Mm. Mm. Well, I reckon it'll work. And I reckon, like, they know how to... I reckon... I, this is another thing that I think will happen, and I may be very, very wrong, you know, but my theory is I think that... So they talk about, you know, to, to make Mars fully sustainable is what you're saying is we need to terraform it, which is we need to turn it into Earth. And science... Well, they kind of know to a degree what they would need to do or have theories what they would need to do to do that, you know? It's not... It's not it's not sci-fi. It's not like we're not going to pl- probably try and do that at one point. This is probably it's like... total recall. No, that's right. It's, uh, it, but it might be like a thousand years into the fucking future or whatever. Mm. But at that point, what do we need to terraform Mars for if we can terraform Earth? Exactly. We fuck this but, but the thing is, it's just all about getting hit by an asteroid. Mm. That's Elon's, uh, Elon's number one thing. Like, mm. If we get smashed by an asteroid, all intelligent life, the only intelligent life we know of is done. Mm. Um, and then that's the backup plan is, you know, we've got people on Mars and fuck try and keep intelligent life alive that way that's his, that's his whole that's his whole thing save mm. this planet and save the human race a backup plan for the human race that's his whole thing I think what was so interesting about that Grant Lewis episode was that he because um, we probed him on the you know do you think there's intelligent life out there and he was he was like nah he, he, like, mm. the, I, I just find it interesting when you have a talk with any sort of regular person like oh it, I mean surely you think about how many planets are out there. Like, mm. I mean, there has to be. And Geraint's like, well, no, there's, there's probably not. And that, that's a really... I felt a bit empty when mm. he said that. I was just like, oh, wow. You know, this, mm. we could be... Because then it just sparks all these other existential questions, you know, where it's like, well, it's just weird then. Why here? Why here? Yeah. Why here? Yeah. Tommy like, went religious. Out of everything, why here? Oh, no, I listened to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I went for I was shocked. Hey, was like, fuck it, I'm religious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck. I just became full, full muzzy. Yeah. <laughs> full dude. Yeah, I like uh, that. Uh, oh, um, um, yeah. It was weird. It was really weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I so, don't know. So, I actually want to pick your brains here about this... Um, this hunter-gatherer lifestyle that you're trying to get back to. But what have you done? Like, tell us. I know you've obviously off off camera. You've you've, you've informed us a little bit. But what are what are all the things that you've put in place that you reckon makes you happier day to day and whatever? Um, just taking back basic skills in my life. Finding my food, growing my food, hunting my food. I picked up bow hunting about a year ago. Um, so I did a lot of archery, and then I started hunting rabbits and things like that. Now I eat a lot of fresh rabbit, wild game. Um, you thought about picking on something your own size, mate? Um, <laughs> definitely. I've been stalking a lot of deer lately. Have you? I haven't a lot of had fish. A, people. <laughs> I haven't had a shot at a deer yet, but I've <coughs> seen them with my eyes a lot. They're a mm-hmm. beautiful creature. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'd definitely love to be able to eat some uh, you know, wild deer in the future, have a mm-hmm. freezer full, be able to give it to my friends and family. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, never have to buy unethically farmed meat again because... No one should. Mm. No. Um, yeah, lots of rabbit, lots of seafood. When you think about when life began in the bottom of the ocean, probably 3.5 billion years ago, you know, that's in our DNA. So I'm eating as much seafood as I can, like mm. twice a day. Really? At least, yeah. Lots of uh, DHA in it, obviously, and mm. like omega-3 oils. Like, Apparently, I read something not that long ago that says supplementing it doesn't actually really work. 
Um, so I'm eating as much fish as I can. I've been fishing a bit, but I'm pretty unsuccessful. My brother's a really <coughs> good fisherman. So I've been trying to get him to take me out and I've just been trying to learn myself. Mm. I got some free diving gear. So I started free diving because I want to start spearfishing. Mm-hmm. Um, growing vegetables. Um, I just obviously moved down to um, <coughs> the West Coast. I'm about an hour and 20 minutes out of Melbourne. There's a population of about less than 100 people in Where my little sub-suburb. It's called Brimley. Yeah. It's in between uh, Barwon Heads and Torquay. And it's this little sand, like sandy peninsula. And the beach is literally 45 seconds from my bed. And then there's a river right in front of my house. So I can fish the river in the morning and at night if the, if the beach isn't good and stuff like that, if there's no surf. And mm. um, I've got no, we have no Wi-Fi in the house. We don't use artificial light. As in, we barely turn our lights on at night. We do everything during the day. Like, I'll be cooking while the sun's still up, and then I use candles all throughout the house. Mm, um, crazy, right? I'm barefoot all the time. Um, I'm swimming in the ocean as much as I can, which has been super beneficial for my body because I've got back issues. So, I used mm-hmm. to cramp a lot, mm. like, all the time. I'd wake up in the middle of the night cramping. I don't cramp anymore. Um, I drink only spring water. So, I got, like, a spring water tower thing delivered to my house and I get water delivered and that's all I drink now which yeah, is fantastic um, so I do you watched, feel better? Uh, 100% everything's changed so many things have changed my circadian rhythm is so in check I wake up at first light every morning really? Like I wake up at first light without an alarm instantly really? yeah it's perfect you see, you actually seem a bit different yeah. To, to when I first met you. I'm so yeah. much more relaxed and calm and I don't take my ADHD medication anymore my brain's um my cognitive brain power is fantastic. It's a lot smoother than it was when I was on the ADHD medication. I could control my thoughts when I was on it, but it never felt natural. I now have that feeling through a natural means. Mm. Um, I watch the sun rise and set with my own eyes every morning that I can. So I wake up before sunrise and I'll walk straight to the beach and I'll wait for the sun to come up and I get the purple and blue and uh, red light frequencies on my retina. I didn't know that your retina is connected to directly to your brain. Mm. So that stops the production of melatonin when you get sunlight directly on your eye and it starts the production of your hormones for the day. Mm. Really? And yeah, it's changed everything, man. I'm always watching the sunrise and set. Wow. It's fantastic. <laughs> I sleep like a log. Oh, that's pretty fucking um, in, I'm doing a lot intense. of cold therapy. I've grounded my bed. So this is a little bit weird. But I've got like a, um, I bought this sheet off this website from New York called Less EMFs. And it's like, it's got, it's like a silk sheet, but it's got, um, it's got copper or something woven into it. And I've got a copper earthing cable from my sheet that I've taped onto it that runs down to a stake that I've smashed into the ground. So I'm constantly earthing yeah, in my bed. deep, mate. I am sleeping so ridiculously well. Mm. My aches and pains have gone. Where the fuck did you hear about that? My mind is so much clearer. Like I wake up in the morning Explain and I Explain have... the earthing your bed thing. Explain to me like why though. Explain because we've dis- disconnected from the earth. We've evolved sleeping on the earth, barefoot connected directly to the earth. And now we've just decided that we don't need to do that for some reason because mm-hmm. it's convenience, which we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. But just because something's conveni- convenient doesn't mean you should do it. doesn't mean it's beneficial for mm. you. Mm. Um, the luxuries that, that once were become necessities. They're stripping us of who we are, mm. of who we were, of who, how we've evolved. Mm. Um, 
and it's also taking the lazy way out. I'm all about, yeah. I never take an elevator, I'll walk the stairs, you know, like I'm always looking for that hard route. Mm. So, um, going down, going, <laughs> <laughs> damn it, I walked into that yeah. one. But, um, yeah, so I'm always just looking for the struggle and the, the way that we've evolved. Um, I'm looking for those sort of routes in life. And there so, you do again. you, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, what about, um, diet so the way you're trying to work in with hunt and gather yourself does it uh, provide a sustainable amount of food not constantly um yep. it's getting better like yeah. i've got i've been eating lots and lots of rabbit which is a delicious white meat um i learned how to skin them via youtube like i shot a couple of rabbits with my bow and was like all right now what do i do yeah. <laughs> and i was like Turn to YouTube. Yeah, 100%. so yeah, just, just like uh, the hunter-gatherers would have learned how, yeah. to, learned how to skin them and gut them and butcher them myself. Bought some really good butchering knives and I do all that myself. Yeah, which is fantastic. And my connection to everything is like, it's so um, gratifying. Like mm. I feel so accomplished. And when I give that meat to people, it's like this is a gift. Like I spent time acquiring this. Like mm. not just going out and shooting that rabbit, but that whole year of learning how to do archery before mm. actually shooting something. That's all gone into that meat that I'm now giving on to someone else. Mm. Um, do you know what, man? I think what you just said then was probably what I'll take away the most from this podcast was that like everything I've still got that time. you've... I've got a few more <laughs> yeah, pops to yeah. drop. Come on. No, 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 we're done now. We're done now. But uh, yeah. No, I think that's such a good point. Like everything that you know you do is is purely gratifying because you're doing it all you know yep. you're doing it all everything it's that convenience thing yeah yeah that's a really good point man it's it's fantastic everything mm. tastes better um the connection to the earth even though i'm killing some out there trying to kill stuff it's like i'm part of the ecosystem yeah, when i'm doing right. it i yeah, had this moment right. like yeah. a few months ago where i was stalking in on some rabbits and i could hear some rustling in the bush to the right of me and i look over and there's a fox He's going through the bush. He's doing exactly what I'm doing. We yeah, locked yeah. eyes, and then we both just pressed on hunting. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I was, I was a part of the ecosystem yeah, right yeah, then yeah. and there. And that's when I was like, that was a really grounding moment for me where I was like, oh, like I'm meant to be doing this. Like it's so ingrained in my DNA. Like there's no, like everything about the hunting is so familiar. Like it's such, it's just in you. Wow. Like as soon as you start stalking, it's like, wow like this is something that we should be doing and it's something that I feel like people aren't doing enough like that's why people are so aggressive and they're so impatient it's like if you start hunting like you are just taught patience straight mm. away you know mm, like mm. if you're stalking in on something and you step on a twig and it hears you and runs away you've mm. been following that animal for half an hour it's like you can't just scream and go, fuck it, I'm going to go buy some, some meat from the butcher, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which yeah. You, you can do but I'm just going to go and have a wank to her in the bushes you, you, you compose yourself and you you know, you think, oh, how did that happen? Yeah. Why did that happen? And you learn from that situation. And yeah. I've had some bad hunting situations and I've learned lots about myself. I've had some bad kills that, I was, what, that I'm not too proud of, but I haven't had them since. Um, it's teaching me so many things about life in general mm. that we're not learning because we're not doing that anymore. Mm. That's how mm. we evolved. And that was a rite of passage for guys our age. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's mm. how we Probably became younger men. Than us even. Mm. That's how we became men in yeah. the tribes. Mm. Yeah. And we're not getting those things anymore. Because Overcoming we're just, those tasks. Yeah. It's, uh, mm, that's interesting. It's really fucking interesting. It's interesting about the, the part about how it feels right. You know, like yeah. I think of Ziggy. Yeah, so familiar. I think of Ziggy um, when I took him down the beach when he was like... 10 weeks old and he'd fucking never seen water before and I put him out on the sandbar and I went in the deep section and I called him over and he ran across the sandbar and then he started running and he's like what's going on here and he just started swimming 
Like he'd never been in water before, <laughs> yeah. and he just swam perfectly. Like a little paddled. submarine, I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. Little yeah. sausage dog yeah. submarine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but that was ingrained in him. Yeah. You know, like he he didn't. I didn't teach him how to swim. No one taught him how to swim. No. Evolutionary evolutionarily ingrained. Yep. Absolutely. Know? It's pretty interesting. Well, this is the thing, right? So I'm just. Um, Finish, I just finished reading a book called Rewire Your Anxious Brain, which is a really good, it's, it's, it's anxiety from a neuroscientific perspective. And um, a lot of the stuff we learn is just purely based over time. It's so behavioral, you know, and there's, there's two ways you can get anxiety and, um, or two ways that it come into the brain. That's through the cortex. So that's through thought provoking, um, you know, and it's this beautiful survival mechanism where it's like a bird swoops at you, for example, and you go, oh shit. And then you get that, initial response that acute cortex response where you start getting thoughts of so you're like oh hang on jeez the, the bird just came at me I've got to be aware now right and so that that those thoughts become associated in the amygdala with behavior so the amygdala the amygdala which are like these two little almond things on either side there's they refer to it as one but they're these two on either side of the brain the left and right hemisphere um, but uh, it, it it takes on behavior through association, right? So you can have, you could, you could say you're allergic to Vegemite sandwiches when, because for some pure reason, uh, for no reason at all, you were eating a Vegemite sandwich when you were 10 years old um, and you got a bee sting. So your amygdala has taken on that association of the pain, so the danger with eating Vegemite. And so all of a sudden now, you're always tentative whenever you go and eat Vegemite sandwiches. But everything about this understanding, um, number one, just coincides completely with what we're saying is that everything who of who we are is through learnt patterns and it just made me think that it's so easy for us to to get things now we we don't we don't have to learn how to eat meat we don't have to learn how to do this there's a youtube tutorial for everything where i mean how else how else do you get a sense of fulfillment without achieving difficult tasks you know because it's ingrained Mm. within us Mm. It just it in this materialistic world, it's it's a different thing now. It's now about it's, acquiring wealth and power. Yeah, and, but that's not fulfilling. It's no, literally definitely evolutionarily not. not fulfilling. Yeah, you no, know? it's different. It's different. It's actually different reactions inside your brain. You know, it's well, like yeah, they're pleasure responses. Yeah, yeah, pleasure responses compared to like yeah. contentness and, and and whatever I suppose. But, but the the pleasure responses. So I mean, you know. Um, dopamine, endorphin is actually endogenous morphine. So it's naturally produced when you get that feeling. And exercise gives you that feeling of endogenous morphine. Um, all those things that came about back in the day, you know, in the caveman era, and the ancestors, ancestral era, all that sort of stuff, all those pleasure responses and those hormones were excreted when we overcame something. So literally gratitude and feel-good hormones were intertwined for that reason so that we would become addicted to actually continually gaining a sense of fulfillment. It's like you skinned a rabbit, you've hunted a rabbit, you've skinned a rabbit and then you've, you give, you're putting it on the plate. It's like, I feel great because I've given my family a meal, I worked hard for it and I'm reaping the reward with all this serotonin. Definitely. You know, and now we get serotonin through like drugs through buying shit, through notifications, yeah, through on notifications, Facebook, Mate, dopamine that's releases. The one. It's, it's shocking. That's, that's, the, that's the biggest one. I was talking to Caroline. Um, she works here. She's the digital. Um, she does all the the digital um, 
at marketing basically she's a champion and a good buddy of mine and she's just done kind of what you've done a little bit like she lives by herself and she's literally just gotten rid of all of her electronics and now she was like she'd had a rough couple of days she's like I'm walking home tonight it was two hours she's like I need to just walk home um, and then every night now she just goes home and just sits reads fucking does a little bit of exercise and goes to bed and for the reason that she wants time back in her life you know yeah definitely because I and I said to her like I, I now I'm at the point now where I'll be sitting on the couch because I'm fucked, man. I'm, I'm nothing like you. Like, I, I know about the right things. I look after myself to a lot of degrees, but I'm sucked right in the digital world. It fucking controls me. It's your me. life, though. No, nah, but it doesn't have to be. I don't have anything to do with AdventureVit's email, social media, um, the production of the podcast. I, don't, I have my Instagram and my Facebook, and that's it. I mean, I oversee things from time to time, but all the structures are in place. I don't do any of it. I don't have anything to do with it. I don't have to, you know? I can go off the grid for six months. The social media will be fine. Um, so it's a... Sure. I have it's to do a stalking the, problem. I have to do that. Yeah, yeah. I have to do that. I, I do our advertising, Facebook ads and stuff, the back end of Facebook, you know. But but I sit there on the phone, and I, I mentioned this to Caroline. I sit there on the phone, and literally, I'll be on Instagram or whatever, and I get sucked in, and fucking 20 minutes goes by, and I literally realize, and so often now, I'm literally, this is, I don't get angry or riled up too much. I'll literally go, fuck. Mm. Like, that's it angers me mm. it angers me and we can't control it though no, no. it's and addiction it's, it's the addiction. same as it's addiction like fucking heroin addiction you know yeah. and it's all the smartest people with the biggest budgets That's in the right. world That's exactly are spending right. all their money and all their budgets on making us addicted More money. because our attention provides dollars in their bank account yep. That's how many times have you pulled your phone out to check the time and then realised half an hour has gone by and you're looking at something stupid yeah. on yeah. Facebook like, or I pulled my phone out I, two days ago I pulled my phone out to check the time and someone goes you got to watch bro I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm Some just, but I just, no, no, but Who I just, that? yeah, yeah. What a fucking smart ass. Yeah, no. You watch dickhead. I know, I know. Thanks, mate. But I know. Observation, though. I know, yeah. but, I, but I'm like, I just, I got, I don't, I don't use this thing. I did use it just before, but it's because my phone's over there. I went, where's my phone? Like, it's just, it's your everything, you know, but, um, yeah, I just think, but I think that'll all be, I think that'll all change. I think there's another thing that'll change. I think that'll all be regulated and stuff in the future. Um, I think Facebook and, and Instagram and well, Google, Google and whatever, I don't think they'll be able to get away with it for too much longer. Do you ever try and turn longer. your data for anything? Like, I don't use my mobile data on during I've the day. I've tried everything, I turn mate. it on at certain periods of the day. Sarah, listen to this. I got my fucking phone and I put it on, I deleted Facebook and Instagram and I put it on grayscale. My brand new, this is, this is about grayscale? two and a half years, black and white. Okay. This is about two and a half years ago. I had my brand new at the time, whatever, iPhone 7, whatever it was, shiny, nice looking phone, you know? I put it on grayscale full time, looked like shit, so I'd stop using it. You know what I'd do? This is no joke. I would go onto the server, Safari, and I would go on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. Because I deleted the apps. A lot of people do that. Yeah, and on grayscale. Yeah. And then I've deleted the apps, and, and, and I used to send, for my personal Instagram, I used to send Mon, one of my guys in the Philippines, I used to send him a photo and, and the copy. Here's a photo, here's a copy. On Slack, which is not a social media, it's a, just a communication channel. Yeah. Post this for me. Did that for like three or four months. Back on it. I've done, I've done copious amounts of different things to try and get away from it, and I can't. But I think, and maybe I will. But, but I think it'll be. And I've said this so many times. I think I've said it on, on the podcast heaps. But I think it'll be like cigarettes. You know, cigarettes. Nobody knew how bad they were for you. Everyone oh, was happy I, to smoke. And now, you know, cigarettes are fucking nearly banned everywhere they have warning labels I think mm. social media will have a warning label in 10 years phones will like, yeah, especially phones for kids. Are, radiation man yeah microwaves like they're sitting yeah. in our pocket next to our ball sack yeah. 24-7 yeah. like 
they're so bad for us. Yeah, you know see, I don't really, even mean about... I've got I, I an anti-radiation case on mine, actually. Oh, no oh, shit. Yeah, it's awesome. See, and I, I don't even, let it charge in my room. And yeah. Yeah, I don't even mean like that, the radiation or whatever. I just mean the addiction to your phone and the wasting your time, but the depression that comes with that. Because... And I, I, I'm sure I've said this on the podcast, so forgive me, you know, if I fucking... If you've heard me say this before, but... but Cigarettes were great, no worries. We thought, or, you know, people thought they were great. Um, and they, then they, we figured uh, out helped with, with asthma. We f- figured out that they they um, they cause cancer, which kills people. So now they're regulated, and they're you know there's warning labels, and people are getting away from it. Social media, high high levels of social media use correlates straight with depression, which kills people. I think I think it's. Because that, people can only get away with it for so long. Like pe- once governments, like governments will do something about this. It'll become an epidemic. It'll be fucking out of control. Once more studies come out and it'll people be, yeah, band yeah. together, and there's more of an outrage, then the government will be forced to do something. It'll they're not going to do something like off their own bat. Yeah. No, it'll be when that's right. But it'll be when kids that are five years old who've grown up with Instagram since five years old become 25, 30 years old. That's when it'll yeah. happen. So it'll be, I think it'll be fifteen years from now, and it'll be people that are that are all fucked up. They're all kinds of fucked up. Um, you know, our attention spans are fucking garbage. No one's got an attention span anymore. I was, no. talking, I was talking to Adam Bostic in here again yesterday about it. Sounds like a doomsday podcast what we're recording now, but it's just interesting. It's a reality like, podcast, man. Yeah, like yeah. I was talking to Adam about it, about we were both discussing how we have no fucking attention spans anymore. Like to try and get a task done without going, what's next? What am I doing? Check my phone. Oh, yeah. fuck this task. I'll leave that. I'll get back to that. I'll check an email. Like that's because of social media. It, it's drained out. It's it's fucking squeezed our attention spans down to little things. Yeah, and it's 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 because it's that's how your attention, that's how your brain's working habitually. It's like you want that instant little short fixes, and you can't concentrate on anything anymore. That's real. Like it's fucking crazy. You said before um, how all the marketers come together with the biggest budgets to to like you know feed into this whole system. Even as something as the um, the notification being red. Mm. Do you know Do you know the color yeah. red? Mm. Do you know why we all are attracted to the color red? It was when um, females were on heat. Fear monkey. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Is it bulls or is it monkeys? Or parts of the female monkey inflame and become red when they're on heat? Yeah, right. I didn't know that one. But um, from what I (laughs) heard was that um, a lot of fruit becomes ripe when it's red. So when we'd pick it, it was the right time. So we knew that we could get those feel-good hormones because we were about to eat food. Red definitely, yeah. Red definitely gives you the most endorphins for sure. Whether it's fucking... Don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it's from. But you could be right. You could be right. Whatever. But yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever, wrong man. <laughs> do you look at your phone much, and do you seek distraction much when you're outside walking, Ziggy? When you're down the beach? No. Do you walk bare feet or with shoes on? Shoes on. Yeah. On the beach? That's blasphemy. No, not on the beach. But okay. when I'm walking, Ziggy, such a good way to get radiation out of your body um, when you're actually walking on the beach in but, the sand. But no, I, I, it depends what I'm doing. I am so fucked with busyness right now, which is really annoying. Um, I will take my phone out and I'll, if I'm walking to work, I'll sometimes be on my phone for fucking like most of that time, but I'm sending emails and doing shit. I'm like, I'm walking to work, but I'm going to, I'm going to fucking work while I'm doing it. And that was only really from what Tony Doherty said, you know, but. There's the question. Would you rather be happy or more productive with Adventure Fit? Uh, Happier or more productive? Yeah, well, happier, obviously. But the thing is, and it's a good question. You've got me there. I can't, I've got no leg to stand on. But Adventure Bit's still, we're not in cruise mode, you know. We're in survive mode still, you know. I, and, the, and that's my fault. Like, if I kept everything nice and stable and, and just, and everything low-key and didn't, like, every, you know, as well as anyone, like, mm-hmm. every cent that goes into Adventure Fit, even though we're not 
<laughs> we're not financially stable, I put into fucking starting something new or growing mm. something or hiring someone or whatever. And mm. that's all well and good. But I put the I put the pressure on myself. I my my philosophy is the best off uh, defense is the best form of offense. And you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fight, spend, grow, and smash my way to success. That's your right. thing though. That's your yeah. thing. Like that's yeah. what you're trying to succeed in, which is awesome. You grab yeah. it by the balls and going as yeah. hard as you can. Like. Yeah, which is cool. Like there's no issues. But I I do know it's um, you know I could have done. We don't have to have this podcast. This no. podcast doesn't doesn't move the needle on ticket sales as much as if I spent. 500 fucking hours and 20 grand over the journey if I spent that amount of time and that amount of money on just selling tickets that are going to provide revenue or the same amount of time you do with the podcast to on sales that's what I mean yes. that's what I'm talking about if I did then we'd be $50,000 better off Yeah. so I'm an idiot in a way but I'm also not creating a travel company I'm creating a lifestyle brand I love yeah. doing this whatever and you know whether I'm doing it right or wrong I think a lot of people would say I'm doing it wrong like you should really solidify yourself dominate one market move into the next or grow like that yeah, you know? but yeah. I've kind of gone like we're going to do this 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 and this and we're going to grow them all and nothing that we've started really has failed but it's it's not yeah so I'm under my own due pressure yeah. you know? like I've done it to myself I understand that but but it also um, begs the question yeah. that you know if you let's just say tomorrow you're like fuck it I'm going to do a Tommy Sierra lifestyle um, and just give up adventure fit you know um, you'd be happier because you'd be more in tune with your body and your mind, but then you'd also have that loomy thing of like, I wonder what adventure fit could have been. Yeah, no, well, that's the thing. At the moment, I'm working, I'm in, the, I'm in the really envious position at the moment where a lot of the time, like, I have to force myself to go to the gym. I have to yeah. force myself to get away from my desk. I have yeah. to force myself because I'm, I'm, I work hard as fuck. It's not my nature to do so. It's only through necessity, but when necessity comes, I can do it. I can work very, very hard, and I have been for a long time. Once I don't have to do that, I won't be doing that. You know, I won't be working super hard. But it's always been working through, um, through fear and and mm. and stress and whatever. And now I'm working so like if you Sunday, and I should have given myself the full day off. But I sat there Sunday and I fucked around on Canva and made all these thumbnail pics for our um, for our YouTube channel for all of our videos and stuff. They look sick. People are like who the fuck did them? I'm like I did. Mm. Um, and create, just did all this shit, all this stuff that didn't need to be done. I don't mm. need to be creating fucking thumbnail pics for our YouTube channel, but I wanted to do it because mm. I'm really proud of how the YouTube channel looks. I'm really stoked that people get to see all the stuff we're doing. Yeah. Now, it's very... You have to drag me away from work because I'm so excited about how much fucking good stuff's going on and how much positive... Yeah. Impact, you know, so for me, yeah. I your could, whole aim with Adventure Fit is to... Um, is to touch other people's lives and inspire them to travel. Yeah. And now that you've gained, you, you've, you've gained like a, a following, you're actually now touching people. So yeah. it's like it's addictive. You're reaching them, yeah. But yeah. you're also you're fulfilling what you set out to do, yeah, and you're true. like you're putting more time into it because you're like it's actually working. Like yeah, I'm getting sure. there, and that's that's pretty noble. Like there's 100%. nothing wrong with that, man. Like no, no, no. I'm not saying there is for sure. I'm saying it's a good. It's a yeah, I'm just I'm working a lot, but it's 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 good. Like yesterday, I sent you, I tagged you in the thing. We got a we got a thing. Oh no, you got the email as well from that chick that said, you know, yeah, that chick was great. wrote chick wrote to it. Brianna, yes. Brianna, Brianna, yeah, she'll be listening to the show actually. She will, of course, yeah, she will, yeah. yeah. Brianna, this thank chick, you so much, Brianna. Yeah, we love yeah, you. Yeah, we love you. This chick, um, Brianna wrote to us and just tagged. Uh, oh, sorry, um, wrote to both me and Tommy at our adventure emails and said, hey guys, just want to let you know. Um, your every day I listen to your podcast and it makes my day better. Thank you so much, Bree or whatever. Mm, that's and, awesome. And we get shit like that all the time. But yesterday was funny. Like, I had what did I have? I had like fucking eight. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, had, um, I had like fucking, it would have been like five or six things happen in that day. De- like three different DMs from random people, someone reaching out on fucking somewhere else, that email, like all this, you know, just thank you. That's fucking mad. That's you know? fantastic. Yeah. That's the stuff that keeps that's you going forward. Super cool. And the whole thing, the whole thing, yeah, that's right. So yeah, no, I know exactly what I'm doing now. You know, it's Adventure Fit, and this is my personal brand. It says it on Instagram. It says it on Adventure Fit. It says it, the pillars of. I know our story now. I know because I've never really been 100 percent solidified. I knew kind of what I'm trying to do and and whatever. But we're trying to improve the world through travel, exercise, mindfulness, and conversation. They're our four pillars, and that's what we're doing. That's yep. what we're here to do. That's what my fucking goal in life is. If I, if I fail and eventually it doesn't, doesn't succeed and, and, you know, whatever, then I don't know what I'll do. But it's, yeah, it's good that I've reached that point because, like I said, it was always out of, like, I'm just trying to make a living. I'm trying to make a thing out of this company, and it was fear, what am I going to do elsewise, uh, otherwise, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like I've got my fucking life goal I'm creating the fucking sickest positive impact and I'm working like a motherfucker but productively and and excitedly and like you know it's it's telling a lot of your creative needs though as well like oh, for you know sure. you're saying you're putting so much time and effort into the into the podcast it's like you had to do that like with my skydiving photography and like creative video edits it's something I'd had on my mind for mm. years and I was like I want to get into that want to get into that and it just every time I thought about it I started to get angry because I hadn't done it yet yeah, yeah. and then I finally did it and it was a weight off my shoulders mm. I was yeah, just yeah. like I'm so glad I've done this like yeah. whether anyone else gives a shit or not mm, or yeah. watches it like at least I've done at least it's out of my head and yeah. I can kiss that thought goodbye and now yeah. I'm, I'm doing it yeah some people aren't creative but yeah. do you know what I think um, but for I, me, for I me personally the um, the biggest thing for me with the book um, with writing the book was like you said fulfilling that creative need because I, I wrote the first draft of the book in 20 days and it was just a thing of like oh fuck this is what I've been wanting to say for years this is what I've been wanting to get out of my head you know and it's like it's the, it was the the top five things that have the best things that ever happened to me just like to get all that onto a piece of paper you know and Mm. like for you for example in like building this company you just you have this gut feeling you're almost like spiritually so passionate about trying to inspire the world through fitness and travel and your four pillars and stuff that it Mm. just comes naturally you know you probably didn't Mm. even have a conscious choice in creating those thumbnails but you just do because it's like oh yeah I've just got to do this now next thing you know the whole day's gone you know it's it's always a step forward in the right direction Mm. yeah I I think when you fundamentally when you follow those like visions that you have and those physical responses those gut feelings that make you really really excited you just start smiling you know Um, even if it doesn't take anywhere it has Mm. to be done has to be done yeah, well... Um, it's fantastic that you can roll into a job and spend your day doing something that you totally love. Mm, like, I have a trade business. That's how I make my crust, mostly. Mm. Like, I make a little bit from skydiving, but it's more of a lifestyle thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate working. Like, I hate... Mm. Like, my business is successful because I'm good at what I do, but mm. it's like, at the moment, I'm only working two to three days a week. I just line the jobs up, go in, smash it out, and pretend like those three days never happen, and then mm. I spend the rest of my time focusing on those things that I desperately want to do yeah, you know, and those things that I want to learn and the things that are going to help me evolve as a better person yeah mm. but that's that's what happens that's what happens like you mm. you were doing trade work for a while whilst mm. you were kind of doing half do what you do. Fit yeah, no, until sure. you can start building an income up to when you can definitely do what you want to do the whole time mm. well um, yeah I'm doing me uh, doing the uh, yeah I'm Gonna take those mushrooms and do them in the in the um, float tank on Monday. That's a fantastic idea. Booked in. 
Have you ever done mushies in a float tank? Never done a float tank. Oh, mate, oh, done what? I'm going to do yeah. one. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. K-Man over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never done one. Yeah. I found oh, out great. there's a place in Geelong, so I'm going to go there. Yeah, they're popping up everywhere. As soon as I can. They are. This they dude are. reckons... Um, this dude, I was talking to the owner of the float tank, and he said, um, he said that his mate goes in there all the time with mushies, and his mate takes mushies. He's just, he's just very highly qualified at, you know, taking psychedelics, whatever. And he said that he went in. He's done a hero dose a bunch of times on mushies, and he reckons that he went into a float and did one gram in a float tank, and he said it was the equivalent of a hero dose on the outside. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. It'd be terrifying. Yeah, so I've got like all my playlists lined up. I'm gonna get gonna get um, uh, waterproof um, waterproof iPhone. Uh, 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 yeah, um, earphones. earphones and stuff to to listen to these fucking mad playlists. I got. Do you not just want to do it with no stimulus? Nah, I want to go with the playlist. Why is that? Because the music for the, the first time I did that music was such a strong part, and I've got like all these mad um, ayahuasca playlists. It's not ayahuasca, obviously, but Jaden, my mate, <laughs> who did um, the ayahuasca um, just recently, and he he reckons he um, when he meditates, he listens to, and I think he said he did done mushies with this playlist as well. But he reckons when he meditates, even with this music, it gets him back to where he was with ayahuasca. No, I'm just gonna look. I can take him out. I've got control of my mind when I'm when I'm in when I'm in it. You know, if I feel like. Maybe I'll do both. You know, I don't know. Um, yeah. But I, I want to... I really... I really fucking... Especially by myself, I really like the music part of it. It was, def- it's definitely, it was definitely a big influencer when I used to do them, mm. for sure. I haven't done mushrooms in a long time. I wouldn't mm. mind slowly working back through them because my last episode was so negative. Mm. Wouldn't mind just doing a few hits in there. Like, well, on the last episode when you were talking about microdosing, I was yeah. like, that was, that was intriguing to me. For sure, like yeah, just doing little things. Definitely the the way to go. Yeah, just slowly build up, figure yeah. out your tolerance and yeah. your comfort zone around it. It's good to push the boundaries every now and again and get a little scared and connect a little deeper. <laughs> I listen to a lot of Indian chanting when I do it. Like, yeah, that's uh, pretty much like the uh, the place it. that I've got. Just drumming and their voices yeah. are incredible. It's yeah, just yeah, so cool. So I'm, it takes uh, you to different places. I'm, yeah. looking, I'm looking forward to. Um, Seeing what happens there. How do you get yourself out of a negative right then? Just try and relax. Just really try and relax. Just try and focus in on just either breathing or just something. Like usually if it's a negative, it's because you've repressed. Like for me, it's something that I've repressed. Like if there's something I didn't deal with or something that I, I dealt with in a wrong way and I've pushed it to the back of my subconscious, like I'm having a negative time because that needs to come out and you just have to go alright I'm going to fucking deal with this situation I'm going to deal with those thoughts now and mm. it ends here and then mm. you work through those thoughts and then you come out the other side and you are for lack of a better term reborn mm. like it's you literally just the feel most, cleansed it's like the most hectic exposure therapy you can do hey? oh, definitely like mm. yeah it's, so I, uh, I'll let you know how I go boys I think uh I think we might have to wrap it up though fellas cool good set words of advice Tommy to leave us to leave us with um, instead of everyone's always looking for ways to better their environment or better their health and they're always adding to it like everyone's adding things into their daily routine take some things out strip back good advice see if you can deal with it mm. I think it's the way to do it as well Mad. Minimalism cool. was the best thing that ever happened to me, really. Yeah. Yeah. Just made my life so much easier. Yeah. It's the best. And it honestly does. Mm. Mm. Cool, cool. Well, all right. Sarah, thanks for coming on the show, brother. Thanks for having me, boys. All right, mate. It's always and, a pleasure. Uh, that's a wrap. 
All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. If you really enjoyed the show, please subscribe. If you are already a subscriber, leave us a rating and review. Guys, uh, also, all the show notes can be found at adventurefittravel.com forward slash radio. And don't forget, uh, don't forget to check out audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio for one free audiobook and your free trial. Also, guys, head to adventurefittravel.com and use the code radio for any and all trip discounts.